welcome to the Third Life Crisis Podcast. This is the one-hour show where I, Austin, sit down with my two best friends and discuss any and everything as we navigate adulting and living in our 30s. You can find this lovely show anywhere you listen to podcasts. Just search Third Life Crisis. Today's episode, episode 44, I believe it's 44, is sponsored by John. But we can get into that later. Uh, or maybe not, because we didn't get into it last, last week. And, you know, it's fine. It's whatever. For now, let's begin with what I assume will be a heavy episode. So Cassandra, a.k.a. Queen of the Naps, and John, a.k.a. What? Father-to-be, how are we doing today? <laughs> I like this uh, a.k.a. better this week than last week. I don't like it at all. <laughs> and that's accurate on Cassie's part. Mm-hmm. No. Doing good. Doing well. Good. Right, right. Surviving the heat? Barely. Over 100 degrees. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy to be out at any point when it's that hot. You can just feel your skin burning. I figured we'd do the same thing like last week. I have some topic headings or titles that I can tell y'all, and then y'all pick which one we want to go through first. Sound good? Sure. Yep. All right. There's a Cassie topic. There's a travel topic. There is a John topic. Movie topic. We, of course, have Cassie's challenge. I have a raising children topic. And I have a few other ones. More house conspiracy stuff. And then a topic about missing your chance to do something. Well, last week we started with the Cassie topic. Let's jump in with a John topic. Oh, okay. I was going to say, let's keep on the same pattern. Why mess with success? Nope. But we can switch it nope. up. Nope, mix it up. All right. All right. So, <laughs> so the John topic. John, you recently told me that you had to build like some kind of heavy dresser or something that was like pretty heavy. And in the past, I think I mentioned it on this podcast where I had to build the, um, what, the, the TV stand that we have here at our house. Uh, that said, like, required two people. So, one, I mean, did you hurt your back while you were building that? And then, two, g- more in general, are there things now that you're in your 30s that would have been no-brainers back when you were younger, but now you're like, oof, I need to take this slow, or I need to not try so hard on this one because my back or my legs, or I'm going to feel it tonight or tomorrow morning? First of all, yes, my back was hurting. Uh, after the fact, actually midway, and then it turned into, uh, I felt it the next day also. I mean, no surprise there, right? I mean, I was expecting it, and I was I was waiting for it. But I guess that kind of goes into your second question, I think. If it, if I was younger building this dresser, then I feel like I would have not built it in six hours like it took me this time. It took me a long time to build this dresser, and that's because, one, it was heavy. Two, Jess can't help me, obviously. Uh, like hold things in certain places so I had to get creative by leaning in like on the couch or on the wall you know whatever but uh I mean it just I built a few things and I'm not talking about like from scratch right I'm not like a carpenter but I've assembled a few things from like Ikea (laughs) this was from Target (laughs) this was from Target and uh Ikea like you have pieces that like are already stuck together and that that's considered one piece and it kind of goes with something else this everything was like separate i I don't even know how to describe Mm -hmm. it but like it was not as easy as i thought it was going to be granted built it no problem but it did take me six maybe seven hours it took me literally all day uh 
I mean, same thing. I, I again, when I built that TV stand, it did take pretty much half the day, which shouldn't. But um, I know at work we recently had to move some things around the office, and the multiple people that were helping moving stuff around, and these were like heavy credenzas and heavy dressers. They were even saying like, "Oh, I'm too old for this type of stuff." Um, but it's just a thing of like, you kind of have to do it unless you're really gonna, if you want it done at the moment, you kind of have to do it unless you're going to wait or pay someone to do it. Um, but it's just weird that, you know, now that we can afford things that, I don't know, you have to like put together and build and they're not throw away your body, you know, isn't what it used to be. (laughs) I I will say I have thought about more times than none recently, I guess inspiring the house of like paying someone to do things versus myself. Like when I had to cut down this tree about two, three weeks ago, I didn't want to do that. I was like, in my mind, it's easier to pay someone to come do it. I did it. And, you know, back was hurting the next day, like you would expect. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. Like at this age, it's like, oh, I don't want to do it on some things, <laughs> but it has to be done. Adulting. <laughs> Adulting but you know what? Not to not to get gender specific here, but is this mostly on the guys? Oh. Like, do well, like from a girl's perspective, like what is something that you can compare it to? Like, I have to cut down a tree, or I have to build a dresser, or you know, I dread doing those things. I've dreaded doing those specific things. Any type of housework for me, like I don't want to go and do dishes and cook dinner. That sounds awful. Nobody wants to do those things. But are you gonna? How are you gonna feed your husband? You know your family it's not gonna make itself <laughs> <laughs> from my point of view it does <laughs> like who's gonna clean scrub toilets sweep wipe stuff down and then guys really they don't i mean maybe just in austin's case he doesn't see like cleanliness as the way i do so call me pigpen call me pigpen over here no like he's like what's wrong with it like he honestly doesn't know what's wrong and i'm like dude, you need to pick this up or you need to put this away. Like he just doesn't see it up to my, I guess, to my level. I, I remember him saying when you were gone for a couple of days, he was going to either starve or what, were you, what was it? You were going to starve yourself if there was no food or something? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Cassie was gone yeah, for a like while. When I, get, when I go out of town, he was either going to like, I mean, he wasn't going to cook for himself, so right. he's either going to have to go pick up food or I make him a whole bunch of food and put it in the fridge for him <laughs> or our coworkers come and bring him food. I don't know. Got to feed himself some way. Yeah, coworkers make sure I'm surviving when Cassie's not here. They'll bring me food or something. Or, I mean, I have protein, like shakes. That could be a meal. <laughs> now, All I need is the milk. Now that you're on that healthy life. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I have to run after we finish recording this podcast. Oh, yeah. You didn't get to Couldn't run this morning? No, it was thunderstorming over here. All right. Well, that's all I got for that topic. I don't know. A, a weak John topic. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I didn't bring it. I didn't bring it this week. All right. Next. What do, what do y'all feel in? Cassie, travel, movie, raising children, missing your chance. Let's do missing your Let's chance. Let's go. Just missing your <laughs> chance. <laughs> all right. This was a late edition on the topic agenda items uh so it's just a general question in what the last few days if i could click on the article 
uh, Simone Biles. I don't know if you, who has seen her done the flip. Anybody? She made like gymnastics history this past couple days. I, I did see the, the flip. Sorry, and I correct myself. It was a triple-double is what she did. I did see the triple-doubles uh, flip. Cassie, did you see it? Are you aware yes. of this? Okay, so, so it was awesome, right? Like, that's super cool. To be fair, Go I saw it on Twitter, and it said she broke, you know, whatever record the record was. Anyway, I was like, okay, so let's see it. And uh, she did it, and I didn't know she did it until they were talking about it at the end. Like, I saw it happen, and I was like, okay. Mm. Like, I don't know gymnastics stuff, obviously, but, like, I didn't know she that was it. Look it looks so easy. I yeah, guess. Thing, yeah. <laughs> it's it's basically like what two flips and three twists that she does in the air as part of her routine. As part of the floor routine. But anyways, watching that, I was like, oh that's cool, that's awesome. Like she's awesome. And then I started thinking of like is Are you mad that you missed your chance use... of being a gymnast? <laughs> <laughs> well, not about gymnastics, but just is there anything that you used to be able to do that you can't do anymore that you miss? Or was there anything that you ever wanted to do that you just never like practice enough to do? And so like this, again, going back to where I am right now, obviously like for me running, like I used to be able to run well and, you know, long distance. And now I can't, I'm trying again. And I don't think I've missed my mark. I'm, you know, running, but yeah, I mean, I feel like there's just other things where if maybe you would have practiced a little bit more, you would have been able to do it type of stuff. I don't know if you have anything like that. Um, for me, more flexibility. I've totally lost all types of flexibility. Um, totally gone now. So there's always that. And, it, uh, you know, that's how it starts. You gain weight. You're not as flexible. All the next thing you know, I just need to be injured. And that's it. It's over. Done. Bedridden. Um, bedridden. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I think also playing an instrument like my grandma can play the piano my dad used to play the guitar um, I just was not I guess dedicated enough I wasn't I didn't have enough discipline to actually learn I mean uh, instrument too for me like but we some, had I, them around like they tried to teach me but I just didn't mm, okay. pick it up I All did right. piano lessons I did uh guitar lessons i just didn't pick it up nothing for you john if i had to pick one like thinking about it now in today's time me at 30 years old i used to go fishing with my uncle a lot and he knew a lot and i used to be really bored of it and like you know i didn't really enjoy it as much as i do now but now you know i'm watching all these youtube videos of guys who have millions of subscribers and they're probably my age or a little young and they're, they're doing this for a living like and that's so cool to me like i wish i would have maybe one enjoyed it more and maybe just learned as much as I could back then. And, you know, who, who knows I could be doing something different. You know, that'd be cool in my, in my eyes to be famous <laughs> to, to have that, some, that sort of uh, what do you want to call it? To be in that industry, I guess, of outdoors, people go to you for tips and tricks and stuff. You, you, you could have cultivated that your whole twenties, right? Like you could have yeah, yeah, done exactly. more to do that. Yeah. Like when you talk about missing your chance, I don't want to say that I was ever like into it in my 20s, but I was definitely I went when I was a lot when I was little and I'm into it now. So I kind of wish it would have just continued that interest. I wish I was a better podcaster. Could have could have practiced on that. <laughs> Started earlier. You know what I mean? All right. What's the next topic y'all want? The Cassie topic. Oh, I knew he was going to pick a Cassie topic. Nobody wants to hear me talk, John. All right. So, again, 
question for Cassie, and then question for everyone. <laughs> so the question for Cassie is, Cassie, how does it feel? And I wrote this last week, so I need to change it up a little bit. But how does it feel now that you've been off for five days straight? What? Like having like a little mini this summer. Is, this is news to me. I'm just kidding. You were um, off Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You're making wow. me. You're making me nervous right now. Like I'm embarrassed right now. <laughs> no, it was fine. So I just, I had to take some time off before I lo- like lost it. So, um, I did Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, which equaled five days. It's been nice. I tried really hard the first three days not to, like, throw myself into anything because I really wanted to paint the spare bedroom. I wanted to catch up on shows, but I was like, no, because as soon as I start, I'm not going to be able to stop. And if I don't have enough time, it's going to anger me when I have to go back to work. So I was putting stuff off. Yesterday, I got a little stir crazy. I was like, let's do... It was super hot yesterday, but I was like, let's do something. Let's go somewhere. I just couldn't be in the house anymore. And then finally, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start a series on Netflix. And then that was the end of it. I haven't been able to turn off the TV in like, I don't know, the past... 12 15 hours it's just been going non-stop so you were off for five so you were off for five days and like did nothing yes no i did so i did a lot of cleaning the first day i got up at every day when austin left and i was cleaning stuff that i you don't have a chance to do like sweeping and scrubbing toilets and finish the laundry things like that so i did that for two days and then i was like well Today was my last day. I was like, I'm just going to be a bum. I didn't get up till like, I mean, I didn't tell Austin this, but I didn't get up till like, I don't know, 8.30, 8.45. And I went straight back to the TV and I've been watching it since right now. Um, it's actually paused right now in the last episode. So as soon as we get off, I have 30 more minutes. <laughs> and he was like, I'm on my way home and I hadn't started cooking. I hadn't showered. I was literally a bum. Like I went from the bed to the couch and just stayed there the entire day today and so in 30 minutes i showered and cooked and did dishes (laughs) and then we ate and then i went right back to the tv and that was my this is my last day recording my my last day off i've been having random days off here and there uh i have so i'm gonna have some time a lot of time off with uh, the baby and before that happens i have a bunch of leave that i need to use or i'll lose it at the end of the year um so i'll take a day here and there i took a day earlier this week for a a doctor's appointment that i hate going to it's just because it's a physical and he just told me i'm fat basically you want to talk about it okay (laughs) (laughs) no i feel like i feel like i've this has to have been something that we've talked about as far as going to the doctor haven't we talked about this yeah, because it's in the same episode where we talk about dentists. Okay. Well, just to reiterate it, for those who haven't listened to that one, I'll summarize it. I, the doctor said I was healthy. Nothing was wrong with anything uh, other than my weight and the slight uh, heartburn I get from probably being overweight. But I could have told him that. You know, I don't need a PhD to know that. And... Uh, <laughs> Other than that, he was, you know, he checked. It's not a PhD, but he like, you know, he checked everything. He, you know, whatever, blood pressure, everything, everything was fine. He said, I'm healthy, you know, and I feel healthy. I don't feel like I'm sickly or anything. But then he's like, (laughs) but then he's like, 
you know what? Uh, we're gonna take some blood work. Uh, we'll call you back in to, to discuss the blood work. So, I gotta pay probably another copay for that. I don't, I don't even know if I do or don't, but I gotta waste more time going back downtown to do it. Okay. And then mm-hmm. he was like, and then we're also gonna schedule an, an X-ray for you to see exactly what if there's any damage from that heartburn. He's like, so that'll be next Monday. So I gotta take time for that too. And this just goes all back to why it's so stupid. Going to the doctor is dumb. So it's not. What if they find something? You're right. You're right. I don't know. You're right. The sleep. I would think the sleep apnea. Have you talked about that with him? I don't know sleep apnea. What are you talking about? Oh. Okay. <laughs> is that the snoring? You're right. I'm. Yeah. The stop breathing at night. I don't stop breathing. The close to I, death that you. Co- I think I snore too much. What's he gonna do about that? <laughs> 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 I'll, t- I'll tell you what he's going to do. He's going to tell me what Jessica tells me every night when she tells me I'm snoring. She says, lay on your side because I'm laying on my back. You can say, lay on your side and lose weight. What are you going to say? Yeah, and I know that. No, he might prescribe a mask, you know, so you don't. So then I got so to pay for this that. mask, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, it's just, it's just a, a circle, dude. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Just stay, young, just stay young and healthy forever. You'll be fine. <laughs> Anyway, that was not part of the question, but I just had to throw that in there. Yeah, yeah, it was a Cassie question, but it's fine. <laughs> I John can answer too. Hijack that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. So my my larger question about how Cassie said she just spent the day watching TV is probably mm-hmm. what I would have been doing too. Uh, so my question is, when you were younger, and still like in high school, I mean even college, or you can go even younger than that, uh, how would you spend your summer vacations? Because this was kind of like Cassie's little summer vacation between one course and the next course when it starts in August. It was only five days, but it was still like, you know, a little summer vacation for her. How did y'all guys used to like spend summer vacation back, you know, when? I think before like high school, because we always had um, camp for um, dance team. So that was always part of the summer. So before that, we would stay home obviously um i would probably cook my sister my older brother breakfast or lunch and we would play video games literally all day that's all we would do when you say play you would play or you just watch them um no i think i think we all i think we were old enough i was probably like seventh eighth grade dude i don't know what i did in high school for the summers I would assume it was like play basketball with you. And I mean, I don't remember. Did we hang out in the summer? <laughs> what, what did you do? I was probably there. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Tell I me mean, about my life, Austin. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I remember hanging out with y'all. Um, I really don't we'd remember. We played basketball or we we'd obviously played like Halo. Was there a lot um, of Halo, right? Yeah, Halo was, yeah, was the thing. Movies every once in a while. Um, but I mean, that was my life. Like in the summer, I would watch TV play video games my grandma was there to cook me breakfast lunch i read chilled like that's pretty much like all i did basically what i do now (laughs) when i have my weekends and i don't have nothing to do that's what i did back then uh i probably played more video games back then i'm just kidding (laughs) what oh the grass grass needs to be cut (laughs) did we uh did we play video games online against each other or did we play at each other's houses no, they were all at each other's houses. I was going to say, because I don't remember having cable slash not dial-up internet until, like, after high school, personally. Like, I, I had dial-up yeah, no, the entire it, 
high school career. Yeah, it was, we, we went to each other's houses and did that. Um, I, I mean, we, I'd also hang out with my family, like, for, you know, family events. We'd go to Garner camping, uh, any, like, summer trips. Summer is where we would always go from, like, to Disney World or um, just a, really, really anywhere. I still do, do you that now. Track, do you remember losing track of the days? You're like, what day is it? <laughs> um, I, I don't remember anything some, about Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> it's all a blank to John. I remember, like, the summers before that, like, going growing up, like, in grade school and stuff. Like, one, again, we didn't have cable, and my mom was always at work. So we'd be at my grandparents and watch, like, soap operas. <laughs> And go swimming outside in an inflatable pool, like, with the occasional trip to the coast, stuff like that. Dude, I do not remember high school summers at all. Oh, I know what I did. <laughs> For at least two summers, I ran up a phone bill on accident, and I had to go work in Austin. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I had to go sure. cut grass for two months straight. That's why I don't remember. I blocked that that memory out. <laughs> it was so that traumatized. Memory. I've told you all this and I might have said on the podcast, but you I remember cut so much you cut so much grass po both these lawns. Yes. I remember mowing a lawn on this like lake I think I've said this before, but mowing this lawn on this lakeside house and like the owner obviously paid us and my uncle's company to go take care of it and whatever. It was like a project. It wasn't just mowing a lawn. It was like bringing rocks in and planting a bunch of flowers and like a landscaping job. And I remember one time, one day, I kind of pretended I was doing something off to the side, and I sat down under a tree and I just looked at the lake and I was like, "I'm never doing this again the rest of my life." <laughs> like I had like an like uh, what do you call it? like an epiphany? Like anyway, you had a promise. You made a promise to yourself. <laughs> yeah. And what am I doing mowing this lawn here at this house? Mm-hmm. But anyway, house conspiracy. Comes <laughs> mm-hmm. full uh. circle. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't miss having, like, I don't know what I would do now if I had two months off for summer. Like, that seems like a lot, but... It sounds awesome. We would, I do, go, we would be traveling for sure. Yeah, we definitely travel, but I feel like we'd... I, I'm comfortable and happy with the five-day work week I have and the two days off. And being able to do all that stuff in the two days off. Like, those two days are, like, my summer vacation now. So, and I get that. I get that every week. <laughs> I'm just going to enjoy now, because... Basically, it starts picking up. This month is already halfway over. I cannot. I can't even believe we're in August, let alone halfway through August. So after this, the rest of the year is going to fly by. One, because work picks up pretty um, heavily, and then school. So, I mean, talk to me in December when everything's a little bit more chill. Well, I mean, th- I mean, that's even a thing too. Like, I think we mentioned this before in the podcast, where Cassie and I work, we get like. A week and a half off between Christmas and New Year's, and we we spend it in San Antonio with family and friends. Austin's it, favorite. <laughs> His favorite time. I'm of just the commentary. Year. Yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna add in my little comments while y'all talk. Go on. Um, and even then, it's like a thing of some some of those days when we're down there, I don't know what to do. Like, it's I have everything. Feeling, I right? want. It's a great feeling. Yeah, I mean, it's great, I, but I have everything I want, would no, want to do. Like, I bring my Xbox, Xbox bring the Switch. Switch, I have a book to read, we have board games, uh, and then at the end of the day, it's just like, all right, I'm just going to put on TV and watch Ancient Aliens for, like, five hours straight or something, and we'll just sit there and watch, like, that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
We do a lot of visiting. So, I mean, it's fun going down to San Antonio. I just wish it was more. It was colder when when we would go. But all right, good topic. Good topic discussion. <laughs> said everyone but Austin. Uh, let's see. We got travel. Um, movie. Cassie's challenge. Raising children and house conspiracy left. House conspiracy. Let me just oh, ask sorry. straight out because I'm not ready for it. But is anyone ready for the challenge? I'm. Pre- I'm. I have something prepared. Awesome. <laughs> I was preparing something all day, but never had the time to write it down, and so it's not going to come oh. out great. Oh. Do you have a? I want y'all to know I've been off for five days, and I prepared <laughs> zero. I prepared nothing. We went, we even delayed an episode a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So raising kids. <laughs> I'm just so so Cassie, do you want to on the topic of the challenge? Do you want to uh, just give us an easy one right now, or just postpone it until next week? What are you What are you saying about? Your challenge. Since you're not give ready. You another, give you another challenge? Like, do we want to put a filler in right now and we'll come back to this one? Or do we want to just push this one back to next week? Mm. So you have time to do it. <laughs> do, sure, Do sure. you understand yeah, yeah, what we'll I'm saying? <laughs> no. What filler? I don't understand. <laughs> what? How do you understand? <laughs> you're saying just to skip it and we'll do it next week, yes? That is an option, yes. <laughs> I don't get it. What filler? Is there a filler? Is there? Do we have backup fillers? Are there? I don't know. Is there? Okay, I mean. Am I supposed to come with it? What are you talking about? Is there another challenge you want us to do right now? And we postpone okay, it. Okay, that's why I asked. Week. I asked, is it, do you mean another challenge? And nobody said yes. So, so yes or no? Do you want to do Cassie's challenge now? No! I'm not fucking prepared. Okay, so we're going to push it to next week. Do you want another challenge right now? or No, a, why would oh. I give you another challenge? Okay, all right. So then, house conspiracy, raising children, movie, or travel? Go ahead, Cassie, since the people aren't listening to a challenge. They can listen to a J. Mike's gripes. I already griped you about the doctor. Unofficial. No, that didn't count. <laughs> you just hijacked my segment and talked about yourself. <laughs> Raising children, give it to us. All right, raising children. John, are you ready for a child? (laughs) God, no. Oh, goodness. (laughs) No, every day that passes, I feel more and more, it it feels more and more real. Last week, last Saturday, this past Saturday, so today, we didn't even say today's date. Today's the 14th of August? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. My bet was that she'd go into labor tomorrow, the 15th. Ooh, you still got a chance. Last I didn't put any money down. Oh. <laughs> Last Saturday. I didn't actually bet, but that was my guess. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll stop interrupting. <laughs> Last Saturday, we went swimming at a friend's house. Uh, and she's pregnant. It's, it's, it's her and her husband's house. She's like super pregnant. And she's about two, two to three weeks ahead of Jessica. And uh, <clears throat> she had a scheduled C-section for like the 20-something. And that was it. So Jessica was in the water, the, the, the girl was in the water, and everyone was just swimming, having a good time. We stayed there till about 8.30, 9 o'clock at night, just hanging out, barbecuing, whatever. And that was it. We came home, woke up the next day, me and Jessica. Sunday, we went about our day. Sunday evening, we finally, like, are back home from the day. We sit down. She gets on uh, Snapchat, and her, her she's holding the baby. <laughs> the chick had the baby. <laughs> and uh so we, i look at all oh, that swimming well i told jess i was like holy <laughs> crap like it hasn't even been 24 hours 
I was like, she must have gone into labor like that that moment or something, you know? Like, I don't know. And then I told Jess, I was like, wow, the, like it feels real, like realer than it's ever felt anyway. As far as like, how do you think she feels, dude? Oh my <laughs> god, I don't know how Jessica is even handling it right now. I, th- I feel like for Jessica, out. it's been real since like day one. <laughs> like, how can you not? <laughs> no, not as it gets closer. I mean, yeah, it feels real day one, but I feel like the anxiety would keep building and building as you get closer into August. Like whatever, whatever, whatever John is feeling, I'm sure Jessica's feeling. A hundred times. Ten times. Yeah. yeah just yes. No, hundred percent. And so, I, like, uh, good. Have you talked? And we don't. I mean, you don't have to say like who's doing what or whatever. But like, have you talked about like who's gonna be gonna be the disciplinarian schooling like or is that stuff just like you know so far down the road the the point of like now and the next six months is just baby needs to survive (laughs) like we haven't talked about like disciplinary stuff i would assume i mean i don't know i don't know what to expect you know like it's gonna be jess i mean probably and we've talked about schooling here and there you know we talked about uh baptism recently she brought it up to me so there's things about the baby's future that we're talking about, but we're the very first thing is obviously waiting until she gets like she's not even here yet. Like that's kind of obviously priority number one, making sure the room's ready, which it is. Everything's put away in the room. Everything's prepared and ready to go. You know, the car seat's installed, her go bags in my my truck. It, we're just waiting at this point, obviously. Um, but, yeah, we talked about it briefly very 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 minimal though like as far as what's going to happen in a year or two or three when you know daycare when my time when i have to go back to work type thing but we're kind of taking it in stride like it's a lot for her especially to like be thinking about and going through i just kind of want to not make her overdo anything even if it's overthinking i don't want to that's the last thing i want to do but uh yeah i mean by the time this episode comes out uh, she could already be here for all we know. I have no idea. Right, right. And that, and that was the the big wake up, wakey, wake up call that I had. Like, we saw this this girl, uh, Amy was her, is her name. The night before, it hasn't been twenty four hours yet, and the baby was already like being held by the big brother. Like, it's, everything happened already. And it's like mm-hmm. crap. Like she was feeling fine yesterday, type thing. You know, the baby was ready. And Jessica's been watching these, like, documentaries on uh, Amazon Prime or something. <clears throat> and I've been watching them with her. Like, we just started the other day. And, like, that's kind of another kind of... Scary SF. Wake, a, yeah, wake-up call. Like, seeing what, as far as the, 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 the moms go through the pain and you see the dad's reaction, it's, like, raw. Like, everything is, like, emotion. Like, it's, like, holy crap. But then it's over, like... And, I mean, hopefully, it's over like in you know minutes. And we'll have all that footage for the Third Life Crisis podcast YouTube oh my God, channel. No, so we will not. it'll be fine, everybody. I'm gonna go live on Twitter. <laughs> oh. Antonio Brown style. So as part of this topic, I wanted to bring up, and this has been already weeks because we delayed an episode. Blah blah blah. Uh, the Mario Lopez stuff. It goes to like raising kids, and this this is from Yahoo.com. States Mario Lopez claims that parents who allow their children to live according to their self-identified genders are setting a dangerous example. And basically, he was on a podcast, not ours, stupid, uh, talking about. We tried to get him on. He he declined. We we tried to we tried to get him. (laughs) He has yet to respond. (laughs) Uh, But basically, that like giving in 
to, again, paraphrasing, but give it into your child when there are two and three and they were born male or female and they are telling you now that they, whoa, did anyone else hear that? Or was, that was just me. What did you hear? Yeah, what? I just heard like music playing in my, in my head. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> wow. Uh, um, so, so they're like two or three and they were born male or female. And then they tell their parents that they self-identify as now the opposite sex. And so he was just saying that, you know, um, let's see the quote, a lot of weird trends come out of Hollywood. And one of the weirder ones for me is this new trend where celebrities are coming out saying that their child is picking their gender. So, I mean, I mean, that's the bigger question. Like, is that strange? How, how do you deal with that? What, what's the right, the right answer? Um, anyone that watches what I think it's on what TLC, I am jazz. That whole transition story of that person um, has obviously made them famous. And I mean, that's what they're known for. Um, around the same time this article came out, I saw another article about Victoria's Secret casting their first transgender model. And there's a, a bunch of other stuff, too, of like where people that have transitioned are now being viewed as that gender, the one they want to be seen as, and they are, and getting these positions and all this stuff as that as a female as a male so i just don't know what y'all think about all this first off to go back to mario lopez i just feel bad that he felt like he had to apologize because didn't he get a lot of heat for saying that he got a lot of heat uh, saying that yeah I, I mean i assume so i mean it made the it made the news round so i would assume he got heat and i just feel like you should be able to say your opinion and not be you know well, I think it's because he specifically called out Charlize Theron in the article, in, in the podcast, because Charlize came out saying that her, I don't, I mean, I don't have it all here in front of me, but her child was declaring what they was, are. Yes. And so he specifically said that. Again, it doesn't matter who he calls out. I mean, I get, you know, people are probably mad at that, but it's a, if that's his opinion and that's what he wants to talk about on a podcast or you know, whatever he does, I feel like he shouldn't have to apologize. I mean, yeah, it's probably rude to her and the child, but don't apologize for something you're going to say out loud. You know, you're a public figure. You know, you're saying it to everybody. If you're going to say it, then own it. Don't don't backpedal to me, I guess. I feel bad he, he had to do that. You know, he should be able to have an opinion and not get torn apart by the Internet. I agree that he has the right to say whatever he you know, wanted to say. Don't call anybody out. And at the same time, I agree that Charlie Theron can, tr- can uh, raise her kids to think whatever they want to think. Because who am I to say you can't teach your kid that? I'm not going to teach my kid that. You don't teach it. That's the whole point. You know what I mean? Okay. That's how they teaching feel. The, okay. I'm not going well, it's to. Not, it's not teaching. It, it's a thing of like, do you accept that a two-year-old, three-year-old is telling you, I identify this way, or do you not accept that? Like, are they too young to understand what that means? So Mario Lopez's point was a child of two years old, three years old is too young to understand what this means when they say they self-identify as blank. I agree. For whatever backlash that comes with, like, I just think your mind's not developed yet. I understand it's developing, and maybe that's what you think. But if you think that me as the parent, I'm going to raise my kid to try to think what I to I'm going to try to raise my kid to think 
the same way I think as far as what's norm, normal, I guess, or what is a girl or a boy. What if so? Marshall, uh, Marshall, right, our friend, always says whenever he, this topic number comes one up, listener, shout out to Marshall. <laughs> the, this topic always comes up. Fan. He's always like, you know what? F that. I'm a T Rex. What are they gonna say? I want to be identified as a T Rex. You're gonna you're gonna discriminate against me if my kid wants to be a T Rex. Okay, go be a T Rex imaginary. You know, like that's okay. Don't grow up thinking you're a T Rex. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna indulge that. That's different because you, someone can easily become male and then change to female or vice versa. No one can change to a T Rex. I mean, they can eventually transition to have certain body parts. Yeah. Growing up, if a young male plays with a bunch of Barbies and starts identifying more. I guess that way as female, it's it's hard because you, all these toys are now becoming more like genderless, right? Like they aren't promoting, bar. I mean, they still obviously promote Barbies like to, to girls, but they're also promoting them to everybody now. And then you have other toys that were in the past just promoted to boys that are now being promoted to everybody. So I feel like all these toys eventually are just going to be promoted to everybody because from their point of view, like, why wouldn't you do that? Like, if I have a toy that was only seen as a boy's toy, like, that's stupid. I'm losing out on a whole bunch of other kids I could make money off of. Like, market it to everybody. This is not just a boy's toy. This is a toy for kids. Everyone buy it. So I feel like more companies are going to start doing that because it makes money sense. And then it just becomes you're going to have kids playing with toys that used to be seen as girl toys, used to be seen as boy toys, and if they start to identify a certain way, at what age do you say, like, okay, you know what you're talking about. Maybe you do think that way. And at what point are you like, no, you're still, like, real young. You don't, you don't understand. You, don't, you can't grasp what you're saying right now. I don't want to put an age on it, but I, want to, I will say two or three is too young. But at the same time, if they're acting this way and they're, like, in fifth or sixth grade, or they're showing signs in third, fourth, and it's coming out more and more fifth, sixth, whatever ages those are. I don't even know. Then that's kind of like, okay, this is this is how their mind is actually wired, you know? I don't again, I don't know what constitutes someone thinking that way. But that's probably the age where I'm starting to understand, okay, this is their this is what they're what they want, this is how they they wanna be, who they wanna be. I think I saw something like this, um, an episode on uh, I think it was Doctor Phil. Or clip. And it was like the little boy, and I forgot how old he was, grade school, would refuse to leave the house unless he had a dress on and shoes. Like he wouldn't go to school. He didn't want to go out and do anything. Uh, That's what he wanted to wear. And the family was so mad. They thought the mother was enabling him to do this or convincing him to do this or mad because they were allowing him to do this that they were trying to take custody of him and so it was this big old thing like you're encouraging it but the mom side of it was like no this is how he feels every single day when he wakes up he feels like a girl how how old was this kid just curious oh gosh i don't remember obviously enough to go in to school um but i would say if i had to guess probably like i don't know seven six seven years old so like first grade, second grade? I, I've had this conversation with Jessica and uh, not specifically about, I think it might've been about, you know, our daughter and like, what are you going to do if this happens type deal? And I think this came up. It was a discussion with everybody, like, you know, all of our friends. And 
Jessica's argument was, uh, I played with Power Rangers and I can't, I turned out okay. Like that's Jessica saying it, or you know something like that. And I was like, okay, which Power Ranger were you? And she was like, the Pink Ranger. I'm like, see, like that's kind of like it's like I feel like I feel like it's cool if you want to play the Power Rangers or Pokemon cards or something something that has that. But you kind of you kind of uh, what do you call it? Gravitate towards. I assume anyway, you gravitate towards the female character. You'll gravitate towards whatever you feel like. Right. She didn't. No one wanted to be the Red Ranger, right? Like in there, and when she was growing up, she said, I, "I was talking about her and her two cousins, and like they always fought over who was going to be who, and one of them always had to be on one of the Boy Rangers, but no one wanted to be the Boy Ranger. So I think you know, at that age, it's kind of like it's understood, or in my mind, I hope it would be understood. I think so too when it comes to them saying, "I identify as this" when they're two or three. I think, again, I don't have any kids. <laughs> I have very little experience with kids. But I think at that age, you're still too young to make that decision. And that's not to say, like, if they said that, I would pull all the, if they were male and they were trying to say they identify as a female, I would pull all the female, uh, like, toys from them, whatever. Like, I, it's just a thing of, like, I would, I guess, just monitor it, like, how is this progressing? Is it just something they said? Is it really something they're leaning towards? Is this really something... Is this really who they are or not? But I think at two or three, you're still too young to make that call. Um, and again, I haven't seen the jazz show. Just clips here and there. So I don't know that whole story. I know it kind of the same thing where they would identify and their parents just kind of left it open and let them navigate their own life. And it ended up being where they were going to have the transition and change and all that. But I, I think at two or three, you're still too young to grasp what that means. And then for y'all, I know, or it seemed like, or maybe this came up, I don't, I don't remember. But like the, the baby shower, it was kind of, I mean, it was geared towards like a female, but it was still kind of like a genderless thing. Like it wasn't pink heavy or like, you know? Yeah, and I think Jess wanted that on purpose, correct? I've never liked the idea of too much pink. Ever since we found out we're having a girl, I didn't want things overly pink or, you know. I think it was always like a soft, pastel, neutral color. That's something we both agreed on. And that's not to, that has nothing to do with the thought of trying to brainwash this kid to be a certain gender or whatever. It's just, I personally didn't want my daughter or whatever wearing a lot of purple or pink, you know. Where other. She, you know, she's still gonna dress like a girl. Those colors specifically, since you brought that up, I, I don't think it was. Uh... You don't get to choose what color. I think that's so weird. Like that's what little girls wear. I mean, I just don't want a lot of pink. And if it's gonna be a pink, I don't want it to be a pink. I want it to be like an off pink. You know, something. I want it to be different a little bit. You know. But why do why do you care? <laughs> oh, because I'm the parent. I have that say of what I like on my kid and my idea of what I want her to be wearing and what go, what goes on here. I'm talking about like as a baby. Now, when she's 13 and 14, she's going to be going shopping probably and whatever. 13 and 14? Kids start picking out their own stuff at five, six years old. No, 13 and 14. She's not going to have a say. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, my gosh. There's people that I've seen, and you may or may not have seen this, Austin, but like growing up where... It's kind of obvious they're gay or a lesbian or whatever they are, you know, however they want to be identified. And mm-hmm. my sister has actually said the same thing. She's, she 
has been around someone who since pre-K probably or, or younger, I don't even know when, you know, it was kind of some, something was always off, not off because that sounds negative, but something was different about this person, you know, and that's at a young age. But I feel like those don't come out like in third or fourth grade. But are they going to start now? Like more and more as it becomes more as it becomes normal, like it should. Is that going to be a, a thing like that's I can't see like a fourth grader or a fifth grader comparing uh, our experiences. Fourth or fifth grade, you know, we started liking girls. I can't see a fourth or fifth grader liking the same gender or coming out anyway and saying I think it. they do. I think they do. They just don't say anything. That could be true. I mean, I, I don't know that side of this, of how it is, but I'm just saying. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, as it becomes more normalized, it maybe will come. It's going to come out around the same time now as puberty hits and you start liking what whatever it is you like. It, it's just going to be a thing. But again, even at that, at even with saying that, like they're still not choosing that at two or three is what I guess I'm getting at. A lot of controversy it's around. It's real hard. Yeah. It's, it's really hard when you ask three people who don't have kids. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean. When you ask three straight people who don't have kids. Sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. We can move on. I have three more topics. We're almost at the end. I would like to do the travel one, but. Yes. We could do- Go ahead. The travel one was real quick. We, we've been traveling to a bunch of different places recently, which we stated in our last podcast. Uh, John's been fishing a ton, and then he went down for his birthday, fished down at the coast. Cassie and I went to we went to Padre for a bit, San Diego, Chicago, saw a bunch of great things. We, we, don't, you know, we don't have to get into that. Two questions. One is a lighthearted question, and then one more serious. So the first one, have you ever thought of living in a different city? Like, could, do you think you could realistically move to a different city? Uh, obviously, Cassie and I have. And then more recently, a friend of ours moved, is going to move down to San Antonio, right? And so, do you think about that? Like, if Yeah. Uh, I've always thought about... Not, I haven't thought about leaving, but I've always told myself if a job opportunity came up or if I would have met Jess and she lived in a different city and she wanted to live over there, I'd be okay living, you know, moving type of deal. But I've always been, I thought, I think it'd be cool. It didn't, it didn't dawn on me, right? So like, I've, we've traveled a bunch and been different places in different cities. Everything's great and whatnot. But it wasn't until this last trip. And I think maybe just seeing your cousin actually living in a different city was like, we should have really moved to a fun city. I, I had that first thing was like, why don't we live in a fun city type feeling uh, and then you know Austin had to keep reminding me like yes Chicago's fun but it does get extremely cold and you probably wouldn't enjoy that portion of it but even like in San Diego where the weather is so nice Miami where the weather's so nice it's definitely um, a feeling of are you missing out type thing I mean every place that we visited so far I feel like I could live there <laughs> but um realistically you know obviously wouldn't be able to live probably the majority of those places but they all seem great for the time we're there moving to fort worth and now living here for uh six years no five years no seven years (laughs) (laughs) yep i was like higher uh seven years um i like it i mean it's again it's not there's not something happening every single day like chicago or these big cities 
but I like it still feels like a small town and I can especially feel that when I go back to San Antonio and there's just so many people everywhere on the road walking around just existing all around me it was Uh, your idea to go to freaking North Star Mall why would we go there there was literally a ton of people as if it was like Black Friday there was so many dang people in there it was hard to even just walk but I mean, why I did we go there? <laughs> and why forward that we do that to ourselves. It's, I feel like it's a good place to like. I don't know. I, I like where we live. It's it's great. I I enjoy the small town. There's not a lot of traffic. Not a lot of people. There's still things that happen. At, again, not like uh, Chicago, but even then, like we were on vacation, we were planning on doing stuff every day, type of thing. Um. So I mean, yeah, that that was a question. The next question, <clears throat> and. <laughs> I guess, sorry, we have to end on this topic, but oh. <laughs> so we did a lot of traveling. We, we always do a lot of traveling with all the recent shootings that have occurred in El Paso, Dayton, uh, the garlic festival and what, probably 10 more in between all of that, or and probably, that's probably generous. There's probably more than that. Um, do you still feel safe traveling to these places? Do you still feel safe getting on a plane do you feel safe when you're out in downtown Chicago? Cassie and I recently went to a beer, wine, cocktail festival in Arlington that the day before the festival, there was a note posted in one of the restrooms near the event saying that they were going to make El Paso look like a joke and shoot up the place. Uh, Crazy. Th- shoot up the event we were going to go to. Do y'all still feel safe? I, growing up, yeah, it's okay. Like, I don't, you know, you don't realize everything. And then, of course, 9-11 happens, changes everything. But even after that, I always remember from seeing it from my parents of we're still going to go out and do stuff. Like, we're we're not going to be afraid. And again, this is coming from someone who I've never luckily been in the right spot to, like, never have been involved with any kind of mass shootings or any kind of shooting, stabbing, anything like that. Um, but... So I can like I feel and I can say like I'm not going to be afraid to go to X Y and Z. I'm not afraid to fly. I'm not afraid to go to these big cities, downtown, whatever. I'm not. Af- I wasn't afraid to go to the festival that we went to last weekend, even though someone, pub- like called it out and was on the news. But the news station, and the police said it wasn't a credible, you know, threat. I was fine. So I just want to know like how do y'all feel with traveling and all that, especially when John now going to be having. A baby like it that's always going to be in our back of our minds but are y'all still safe and find it okay to travel and go to places i will say that you know after it happened i felt fine but when you read that on the news and you're like i'm going to that festival tomorrow it really did put a pause in my step like are you seriously going to put yourself in danger if someone put a threat on the exact day that you're going to be there saying they're going to make something awful happen I think that paused me but the fact that we spent so much money on those tickets I was like no (laughs) we're still gonna have to go had it been like a free thing I'd been like eh you know do we really want to risk it but we had like paid extra I was like nope we're gonna go but I did see some people posting um like on social media saying that they still feel tension, not in any of those cities, but that they still feel tension at Walmarts or at these big crowded places days after it had happened. I don't feel the tension. Um, well, 
I don't think I feel the tension. Again, I think there's like a hesitation at first, but then you just kind of get over it, which is sad. You know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have to hesitate. You shouldn't have to. Well, it becomes you know, our, it becomes the norm. I think about that more often than probably you would think. And like, and that's just like, I think me being overly cautious, like whenever we're out at church, I always think like, what if? Like it always, it crosses my mind more times than none. Maybe not always, but six times out of 10, you know? Or when we're, uh, I can't even think of where. At the airport for sure. I always think about things like that. But you always. I don't. The airport is so damn guarded. <laughs> like, I don't know how anybody's going to get stuff through there anymore. I agree. I'm just saying, as far as a targeted place, you know, they could try. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the store, it's not really, like, something on my mind. I feel like if you're in a store, there's a lot of places you can go. Now, if you're right in the front when it's happening or something like that, then that's obviously unfortunate, and you're either lucky or you're not. But at the same time, speaking of luck, I think this this could be bad. This is probably bad. I don't think the chances of it happening are that high. I think it's rare that it happens is a better way for me to say it. Like, I, not to say that shootings don't happen, but I think a shooting happening at the specific place that my family's going to be at, I think that's rare. So, I, I probably have like three questions here. <laughs> three things to say. But, uh, one, just in general, like, and I don't know, I think this is just the way I was raised, but going into any situation, any building, anything, I'm always, I've been like, it's ingrained in me and instilled, just know where the exits are know where the exits are know where the restroom is know where certain things are right so i mean that behooves me now whenever we go somewhere i just always look for that no matter what that's just always in the back of my mind i don't think it's more heightened because of all these shootings i think it's just it's always been my norm of like knowing where everything's at right uh second when you mentioned church when i was younger we went to we would always go to mass at this at this one church and we would do 5.30 Saturday evenings. One time, it was like during communion. And so like some of us were in line. Some of us were already kneeling. Some of us were coming back to our seats. Someone came in from the side of the church. Probably like a homeless guy. Uh, didn't look to be all there. Disheveled. Came in. And was kind of just like, I don't know, like struck by like, oh, he didn't realize he walked into a church. But just started like talking kind of like gibberish and like started making his way towards the priest and it was kind of a thing like we were already at our pew and it's just looking like what's happening and i was still pretty young enough to like in my mind it wasn't like a, oh he's gonna do something type of thing it was uh you know what, what's he doing like why is he walking up to the priest and you saw like one of the parishioners get up and like it was a big dude and like kind of blocked the guy from like coming near the priest and everything and we got about and like someone had called the cops to come and like talk to him and like get, get the person out. But like that happened. Like that was just a thing that happened one random day and Saturday in the middle. I mean, you know, this church we went to that at the time we, there was probably like 20 of us in there. Like it was, you know, it wasn't a big congregation for Saturdays. I will say I'm going to, I'm going to backpedal a little bit. When we first went to Walmart after the shootings, I was hesitant. I didn't I think thought, anything of it. I thought, OMG. And then when we went to the theater, remember we got those seats up close and we had food delivered to us and it was kind of like awkward i was like oh for sure we would get shot because we we're right by the door we couldn't maneuver because our seats were 
they weren't small, but they were the ones that recline. And then they had the food tray in front of us. Like we were literally trapped in our seats just to eat and watch the movie. <laughs> so, <then> threat. <laughs> so then my question to John was about saying like, he doesn't think that that would likely to occur. Like the shooting that happened in El Paso, this guy drove from DFW all the way to El Paso to shoot Hispanics. When I think of an Hispanic city, the only other city that comes to mind that's that large is like San Antonio. Right. So like, I'm not saying that n- nothing bad will ever happen here. I just think it's the chance. Again, I don't want to be jinxing myself or you know wishing bad upon myself or karma or whatever you want to call it. But I just think the chances of it happening at the exact place I'm at have to be really rare. Like I'm sure there's numbers out there. Uh, but the chances of you being in a shooting... I mean, they, it probably has gone up if you want to compare over the last 10 years, maybe. Because uh, I feel like there's a shooting all the time now. I'm just saying, I just feel like it's a slim chance it'll involve myself. I think you just never know, right? Because there's so many different places that happen right, now. Right, right. But I do think about it, like, when we're out in public places, uh, when we go to concerts, like, things like that. Things that kind of draw attention. Uh, I do think about that. Well, that that's that topic. Side note. I also, <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. I always, I also used to think about like when I was younger, what would happen if like dinosaurs came into the church as we we're having mass, oh, and like okay. and like what's gonna happen? Where would I go? Sure, <laughs> sure. Totally random, but yeah. <laughs> like what would I could see that though? We were like dinosaurs are such a big threat. Like what know, would happen right small. now if when the priest is talking and a T Rex just comes in from the side door? <laughs> mm-hmm. Were you watching a lot of Jurassic Park at the time? I guess. I'm going to edit that out, by the way. I just want to throw that in there. No, I think it's great. No, keep Leave it. End it on a, on a <laughs> light note. I, I can turn it real dark quick if you want me to, but we can end it up that way. <laughs> really? Well, uh, yeah. My, my comment would be, back when we were growing up, yeah, your fear was a T-Rex coming, and now kids actually have the fear of someone shooting up their school. Like, that. that's the world we live in right now, where people live with knowing that it could happen anywhere. The odds of it happening to you, pretty low. You could be anywhere. On that note, anybody got anything else? Uh, nope. No. I start school on Monday, so everybody pray for me. Good luck. Good luck. It goes by really quickly, but then I'm like exhausted by the end. All right. Well, if there's, no one has anything else to say, we have been the Third Life Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Follow us to see exactly how we are surviving our third life crisis. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you may listen. Again, to find us, just search 3RD Life Podcasts or head over to our website at www.3rdlifepodcast.com to find links to everything we mentioned today and all the past episodes. Be sure to follow us on our individual Twitter accounts at jmike2689, at castle underscore cassie, and at the Austin Luna. Until next time, stay safe, guys. Be nice to each other. See y'all later. See ya. Bye, everyone.